0: My name is Claudia. You already know me from Trust the Process podcast, so welcome to Trust the Process piece by piece, my new mini-series. Each Monday, I'll be bringing you bite-sized episodes on a topic chosen by you, in which I'll be dissecting prevalent themes in the world of well-being to help give you a better understanding of them. From holistic health to the nature of consciousness, the dark side of spirituality, and so much more, I'll be channeling wisdom in five to 10 minutes, while giving you tangible tips and digestible information that can help you piece by piece to transform your life. This is where the magic happens. Hello, everyone. Uh, Welcome to another episode of Trust the Process piece by piece. Today, we're talking about how to move stagnant energy in the body. I feel like we do a lot during the day that retains our energy inside of us. We do a lot of sitting, you know, we spend most of our time indoors. We're not always breathing in fresh air into our lungs. Um, And sometimes this affects things other than just our body. It affects our reactions and makes us more reactive rather than responsive. It affects how we interact with others. It affects how we respond to ourselves and to our environment. It affects the grace and the level of compassion that we're able to give and truly have towards ourselves in all situations. Um, It affects our peace of mind, it affects our ability to feel joy and it affects our ability to be truly present in the moment. And so this is why I decided to create this episode because I think it's something that we all... Um, struggle with and we all face and it kind of ties into last week's episode um, about getting out of a rut but this is just so specifically related to you know moving that stagnant energy within your body I'm not going to go too deep into what it all means Um, I think I'll focus another episode on that but in this one I just want to give you some really quick tips on how we can actually get that energy moving and come back into our natural balance I just want to say that I feel like a proper news presenter because I'm literally holding this microphone with my hand. Um, I've been recording podcasts and editing and intros and outros, etc. all morning and it feels very um, weird. It was feeling, you know, a bit alien, but this is what I plan to do today and I just felt like I needed to hold it um, because also I feel like I have a bit of stagnant energy in my body right now. So after this, I will be exercising these tips very much so um, to get that moving. So the first tip is to shake your body. Um, Shake your body, literally shake it out. I mean, I guess you could also kind of merge this with the idea of dancing. Um, But dancing in a really unconventional way, in a really intuitive way, in a way that just lets your body let loose and move exactly how it needs to um so what actually happens with animals in the wild is that when they experience trauma like real trauma when they when their amygdala the part of their brain that has the fear response and sends them into fight flight or freeze that we all have that it's kind of like our ancestral tribal um Fear response of like you know if we were running away from something that was going to kill us or if we were in a literal life or death situation that we've now brought into the modern world with us but we kind of don't actually know how to emotionally regulate ourselves because those things aren't happening to us anymore that they would have done and so that amygdala still has a purpose but it, we haven't learned to readjust it with the world that we live in and the world that we live in doesn't promote regulating the nervous system which of course wouldn't have had to wouldn't have even been a concept back you know thousands of years ago um but their bodies you know they just naturally knew how to shake this trauma off of them they literally just get up and start shaking so chi which is um spelt qi um it's known as our life force energy our vital energy that is constantly running throughout our body that gets emitted out of us and recycled through us it becomes trapped when energy isn't moved and it kind of escalates the longer it remains unmoved and so when animals experience yeah like these near-death experiences they literally shake until there are no remnants of that trauma remaining and then it is not stored mentally And I think you could argue that, well, they don't have the capacity to store it mentally, but then it's like, yeah, well, that's why they shake it off. They then naturally would just go to shake it off. Um, This is also really great because if you do this, it can kind of give you a really clean slate and a clear foundation for spiritual practices that you might want to connect to your breath and ground you and be in your body, like meditation, for example, oftentimes there's a big focus on sitting with your thoughts and feelings but really shaking this energy out of you first when it is stagnant in your body is so vital to reigniting that chi inside of you that genuine life force energy on with which you came to earth and are experiencing what you're currently experiencing to get that moving again Um, The second tip is tapping. So I'm not talking about EFT um, tapping here, which you might have heard of before. This kind of tapping is slightly different, although it has some um, similar benefits. It's an Ayurvedic technique. Um, I think it's also known as cupping. Basically, you take your hands and you just cup your hands. You just cup your hands slightly with your fingers together and you just start tapping your body. I'll just like put the mic on my body so you can see what it sounds like. So it literally just sounds like that. You're literally just tapping all over your body, every inch of your body, in between your fingertips, your toes, your back, your neck, your face, your ears, literally every morsel of your body. I often do this um, first thing when I wake up, when I'm about to have a shower, um... After my yoga practice, again, this really helps get the chi, the stagnant energy moving throughout the body. So as I said, it's an Ayurvedic technique and it awakens the body and it boosts circulation. It increases blood flow. It regulates your nervous system. It also excites, um, excites, sorry, the capillaries, which are the smallest blood vessels um, in your body, but they transport um, blood, nutrients and oxygen into the cells within your body. So it also really helps with that as well, strengthens your muscles. If you do it for more than one minute, which really isn't that long at all, um, it actually equalizes the temperature of your hands with the air of your body. So they become the temperature of your hands and body uh, become equal. And this also alerts the body's natural defenses, uh, natural defenses and not only regulates the nervous system, but activates it. So you're I guess for me, the difference between activating and regulating the nervous system is when you're activating it, you're not putting it into a fight or flight response, but you're activating it, you're realigning it. In other words, you're realigning it back into balance. So you're not necessarily always like soothing it and soothing it completely, completely down. But in this case, you're activating it. You're activating that energy, that blood circulation, the muscles, all of that stuff that's within your body by tapping the outside. And so you're revitalizing that and you're activating it back into its natural state so that it can really function from there and not be affected by anything that's happened throughout your day that's caused the energy to stagnate within your body. The third thing is do something that gets you in your body. So this could be this could be literally anything. It depends on you and it depends on the circumstance and it could be different every single day. So this could be dancing, it could be yoga, it could be qigong, any kind of somatic practice, moving meditation, walking Pilates, weightlifting even something creative like that you would still use your body for that connects your body and mind like painting, making music, making a collage, singing around the house bring something that brings you back into the now. In your whole self and I would really recommend doing this after the other physical techniques of shaking and tapping because then as I said in the first point you've got that really clear foundation where you can then do practices that connect you to your breath that connect you to the present moment without keeping that energy stagnant because as I said you know meditation and all of these things I'm a huge advocate for them like so 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 much it's so powerful but I think especially when people aren't used to just sitting and breathing and things like that, um, meditation can actually, you know, sometimes it doesn't always regulate the nervous system when there's stagnant energy stored in there. And sometimes it activates that fight or flight response more. And then there's some resistance in your mind. But obviously in meditation, we're taught, you know, to just observe the resistance and things like that. But sometimes when you're having this experience, with when you have Um, some kind of stored trauma or you have stagnant energy in your body and you just sit with it and you breathe, sometimes that resistance is there to alert you and to tell you I need you to move this energy around me first before I can have this before I can sit in this grounded place and start breathing and accepting the now because once you shake all of that out you're not taking any of the attachments and identification with you into the next now moment and so again like I said you've got that blank page you've got that clean slate so when you start breathing into the now when you start doing those meditative (coughs) excuse me when you start doing those meditative exercises that bring you into your body and that are really creative and expressive outlets for you, not only do you have that blank slate, but you're coming from a really rooted place. And so there's nothing, like I said, with the animals, you know, there's no remnants of identification with any of the stories that you're telling yourself in your mind. So a quote I like is, I take the miracles from everything and I leave the stories behind. So all of those techniques prior to the meditative Um, doing something that gets you in your body is enabling you to do that is giving you the space to let go of your stories so you don't feel like you have to try and use effort to do that through meditation because your body will literally just be releasing it and then when you do that meditative thing when you do that meditation when you sit in the now and you embody the now you'll be able to keep the miracles and there might be some discomfort there might be things that come up but you'll be able to sit in that from a place of knowing that that trauma has been released from your body. So I hope that episode, um, I hope that this episode was useful to you. I've used my throat chakra so much today and it's 11, 11 as I said that. So that's another sign um, that my voice is starting to get a bit itchy at the back of my throat. And so I'm definitely gonna do that right now. I'm gonna release some stagnant energy. I'm gonna do some weightlifting listen to some dancehall music and just get that energy pumping throughout my body and thank you for listening I hope this helped Um, let me know your thoughts let me know what works for you I'd love to know what you do that gets you in your body and let me know what you'd like to hear on piece by piece next week by engaging with me on my Instagram sending me an email or a voice message Um, as always I love to know your thoughts and I will see you next week